Okay, now we have it. So, this will be a horror narration live. So, <clears throat> this story is called The Arcade. Despite the coolness of the night air, Raina Volpato's face burned with embarrassment well after she left the arcade. The source of the teenager's shame was nothing other than Edna Terral's relentless teasing. She reads too many romance novels, Raina muttered. In truth, Edna hated romance novels. She thought they caused young people to have an upside-down view of reality, and that if someone wanted to find love, they should go out into the world and open their eyes. Those who dared to disagree with Edna's opinion on this matter would get politely reminded that Edna had been happily married for 40 years. Raina had learned a lot about Edna's polite reminders after starting work at Crazy Carl's Arcade, a cheap store featuring pinball and video games and catering primarily to thrill-seeking middle schoolers. Raina usually worked at the nacho stand by the door, while her co-worker Fritz Austin would help Edna, the owner of the arcade, with general maintenance. Fritz was a year older than Raina, 17, but yeah, he was nice and he went to Simmons High along with Raina. Of course, it was the only high school in town, so it wasn't a huge coincidence. Today, however, Fritz wasn't at the arcade when Raina showed up at 5 o'clock for her shift. He still wasn't there an hour later when Raina was filling up the nacho cheese dispenser for the second time that evening. It didn't take long for Edna to see an opportunity. Fritz was, after all. Her choice topic to Pestorena about. She spent every day giving them both knowing glances. If there was one thing Edna was not, it was subtle. So at precisely a quarter past six that night, Edna had sauntered over to the food counter. Raina had ignored her. She knew all too well where this was going. It's a shame Fritz isn't here today, isn't it, Raina, darling? Raina had shrugged noncommittally. Not really. I sure hope something didn't happen to him. Edna pursed her lips in an imitation of concern. Raina stared at her. Then she continued sprinkling salt on a pretzel. Sure. Both older women and younger women were silent as Raina moved on to a new pretzel. The store itself was far from quiet, however. What with the tinny sound of theme songs and fake explosions echoing from the machines on the side of the store, and Bruce Springsteen playing from overhead speakers, Edna flat out refused to listen to any songs considered current. After a few minutes of this not-silent lull, Edna decided it would be best to simply drop all pretense of tact. You should go to his house and pick him up. Raina considered then agreed. She was out the door quickly, but not quickly enough to miss Edna murmur. <laughs> Young love. <sighs> and sighed dramatically as if overcome by the sheer romance of forcing a teenager to walk ten blocks to tell their friend they were late to work. Task that could be accomplished with a simple phone call. Raina certainly didn't want to walk to Fritz's house. She also wanted to buy a car one day. And Edna was a good boss in the sense that she paid well. Besides that, Edna could monologue for hours about almost any given topic. 
and was in a bad mood because the space-themed pinball machine was broken. The game was not a big draw factor at all, but Edna believed it to be the last true source of entertainment in her store and was extremely upset. The fact that none of her employees knew how to fix the machine only added to her frustration. As Rainer walked to Fritz's, though, the air was sweet and the sky was cool. She felt mostly okay once her face returned to a normal color. The walk just gave Raina time to take in the sprawling fields and rustic houses of her home city. Fritz's house was on the outskirts of the town where the buildings started to dissolve into farmland and the paved roads became dirt. It worked out that the arcade was also in a more rural area, so the walk took less than 15 minutes. Raina stepped carefully on the cracked concrete stairs leading to Fritz's porch. She only knew this was his house because of the sign stuck on the front lawn advertising the fact that Fritz was a football player. Raina had always wanted one of those, you know, for swimming. But apparently her team was less important. It was a whole controversy. Raina held her breath as she knocked twice. Hopefully Fritz wasn't home. That would definitely be better than explaining how Edna had pressured her into coming. After a few moments, the door swung open, revealing a concerned little girl. Hello? Hi, is Fritz here? Oh, who's asking? The little girl asked, stepping out on the porch and propping the door open on her hip. She looked to be about eight years old. Uh, I, I work with Fritz. Raina was understandably taken aback. The girl simply rolled her eyes. No, no, what's your name? Oh, my name Raina. Look, uh, can you just... Oh, hold on. The girl's exasperation was tangible. She glared at Raina before sticking her head through the doorway. Fritz, Raina's here for you. There was silence and the sound of footsteps. Who? Raina could see Fritz coming down the stairs now. He brightened as he saw her. Oh, hey, Raina. Raina tried to wave, but was cut off by the abrupt slamming of the door. Fritz opened it a moment later. Oh, uh, sorry, my, my little sister's kind of weird. Oh, it, it, it's okay. Raina smiled. And then she didn't say anything else. An incredibly awkward moment passed. Um, uh, so what are you doing here? You, uh, supposed to be at work right now? Fritz checked his watch and mustered every ounce of his social skills to save the conversation. Oh! Yeah, uh, sorry. Edna actually sent me to come get you since you didn't show up today. Uh, she did? Fritz's uh, eyebrows shot up. Yeah, uh, sorry. No, you're fine. It's just, uh, good quit. Like... Send her an email and everything. You did? Now Raina raised her eyebrows. Yeah, I swear, like I sent her an email. Wait, did you send it to her Gmail account? Uh, no, sent it uh, to her Hotmail. Raina shook her head. She doesn't check that one. Uh, I thought she didn't check her Yahoo. Uh, she doesn't check either of them. Oh. Um, well... Yeah. There was a collective pause as both of them puzzled over Edna's lack of technological understanding. Then Rain asked, Uh, wait, why, why'd you quit? Fritz grimaced and held up his arm. 
It's a massive, deep, purple, perfectly circular bruise right above his wrist. What happened? Uh, I hurt myself trying to fix that stupid pinball machine. It's like, it's like it stepped on me or something. I'm so sorry. Thanks. Anyway, no, no one's stopping me to fix it. Uh, I don't want to hurt myself again, so I quit. Like, school's really starting anyway. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, I don't know how it happened, really. So just, like, pinched my arm. That sounds really painful. I guess you're lucky it wasn't your finger or something. You know, with football and all. Fritz nodded in agreement. It's just, just not worth the risk. A cool breeze rustled the trees, making Fritz's hair stand on end. Raina wrapped her sweatshirt tighter around herself. Then something occurred to her. Wait, will you will you go back with me to explain to Edna? She'll she'll never listen to me. Fritz made a face. Well, we always just email her. But she doesn't have a computer at work, and you know she doesn't have a cell phone. She'll probably drive over here herself if I go back alone. Tell her you quit just like that. Fritz sighed. Mm, I guess you're right. He checked his watch again. Okay. Hold on. He hesitated before he ducked inside the house. The door slammed shut behind him. Raina rocked back and forth on her heels until Fritz returned wearing a navy blue sweatshirt and holding his cell phone. Uh, your parents are both visiting friends, but like, my other brother can watch my sister, he said as he hopped down the steps to the driveway. Uh, you, you don't have a car, right? No. Raina followed Fritz off the porch. Huh, sweet. Uh, I'll drive. Fritz smiled. I kind of I kind of love driving places. Raina laughed. <laughs> okay. She walked around the side of Fritz's blue Subaru and slid into the seat, closing the door with a resounding bang. Fritz put his keys in the ignition, and they were off. It wasn't long before the little arcade came into view. It stood alone in the middle of a tiny parking lot, and its hand-painted sign reflected the fading light. The tall yellow fields of grass surrounding the building waved back and forth. The wind had picked up a lot, and when Rain and Fritz got out of the car, they could hear the sign squeaking on its rusted hinges. Raina shivered. She'd always thought the arcade was very cute, but it just seemed creepy now. The bell of the door jingled welcomely when, Frisch put, when Fritz pushed it open. Another One Bites the Dust by Queen was playing now, and the video games could still be heard in the background. Edna? Raina glanced around. The building seemed to be empty. Um, what happened to the baseball bat? Fritz gestured to the empty hooks above the door to Edna's office. I don't know. Normally... There was a Detroit Tigers bat hanging there, in memory of how Edna first met her husband. Like, just come on, maybe like she's in her office, Fritz said, started towards the door. Raina, however, continued to scan the arcade, and was lucky she did. Wait! She called, striding over to the back wall. The pinball machine is gone, the, the space one, I mean. 
Indeed, the space-themed pinball machine wasn't in its usual spot. Instead, there were four marks in the carpet where it normally rested, and a suspicious red stain. Fritz's hand flew to his mouth as he moved to stand next to Reyna. Is that... is that blood? He said quietly. Raina locked eyes with him. Her breathing was rapid. Edna! She called again, louder this time, with the frantic tone people have when they can't find something or someone. Raina started to walk towards the office door, her hands curled into fists and her face growing hot. She found herself moving very stiffly, but faster and faster until she reached the door and yanked it open, only barely aware of what was happening. The dim light that met her eyes was hard to see in, and the cluttered office didn't help. She blinked rapidly, trying to make sense of the scene. There was Edna's desk on the far wall, filled with papers, candles, and photos of her and her family. There was her desk chair, pushed in neatly, and there, there was Edna on the ground. Her hands in the air and terror on her face, a trickle of blood coming from her white curly hair. Looming over Edna was a blockish figure standing on two metal feet. A huge, hulking machine using metal stands as arms to hold a blue and orange plastic baseball bat. Raina's fear was replaced for a long moment with confusion as the pinball machine turned to face her and Fritz. I knew it. Fritz's voice was so quiet, he was the only one that would ever know what he said. And just as Raina began to comprehend the situation, Edna looked up from her spot on the floor and dissolved into tears. The pinball machine looked at Edna and then back to the teenagers frozen in the doorway. Edna. Teenagers. Edna. Teenagers. Then it slowly turned its gaze to the box of matches Edna kept to light her candles. And before anyone could even cry out, it struck a match and tossed it into the air. The matchstick sailed a graceful arc, its orange flame twinkling, a faint tendril of smoke coming off of it as it burned a path through the sky, falling and falling, falling to the wood floor, where it promptly went out and stayed out, as it was a very small source of fire, and the floor was very big and cold. There was an audible sigh of relief from all of the humans in the room. The pinball machine just stared at the match lying on the floor and slowly shrugged its shoulders before advancing on Reyna and Fritz, baseball bat hitting its hand in time to the beat of the song on the overhead speakers, adding the melody of plastic on metal. There it is, a wonderfully written little horror story, um, again by a, a you know a twelve-year-old woman. Uh, I believe that's probably her first horror story. I apologize there if it wasn't a hundred percent consistent, especially on Raina's voice. Uh, as you may imagine, doing higher, uh, higher-pitched voices is not the easiest task for me. Um, but you know, um. Reading something like this is very fun, and uh, y- yeah, I 
imagine if I had rehearsed and gone through, you know, more preparation. Yeah, I had a couple of spots there that I stumbled a little bit, but I hope you still enjoyed it. Um, reading stories and reading tales and stuff like that is something I find super enjoyable. So I'm hoping to do those more. And if you have any stories, especially now that we're getting sort of towards this uh, fall, autumn, Halloween sort of uh, time of year, uh, I would love to read some more creepy stuff. Now, for those of you who are watching this live on Twitch, you'll just hear my voice and see my dumb bald head. For those of you who listen to this as a podcast afterwards, there is the potential that you will get some background music. I do have to figure out a better way to do that. Because um, once or twice I tried to do that and crashed uh, the app I used to do that publishing. But I can always do it after the fact and record it. So one way or another, uh, we'll try to get either some music in there or at the very least uh, just record some stories. So that's your live reading of the horror story of the arcade. Um, hope you had fun with that. <laughs> 